Welcome to the Daily Naked Pair Podcast, brought to you by Rocco Blue, the first ever brand focused on supporting parents with special needs children. Naked Parent Nation is a group of parents with special needs children who are willing to get vulnerable, strip it all down, and take a look at ourselves, our parenting, our family, and our plans to create a life beyond our wildest dreams. another day of the Naked Parent Podcast with your host, Chad Ratliff, and our guest today is Bree. Bree, welcome to the show. Thank you. Did I hear right you're calling in from Iowa? Yep, I'm from Iowa. And what's your family in Iowa look like? Tell us a little bit about that. I have three kiddos. I have one with autism and one with microcephaly. And then I have a daughter and she's fine. She doesn't have any any issues or anything. And then I have a husband. What are the ages? And you can keep the husband out of the, that question if you want. Okay. I have a nine-year-old, an eight-year-old, and a five-year-old. And which one's on the spectrum? Um, the one on the spectrum is nine. Nine years old. Yep. So you've been on the journey for a big chunk of time now. So what yes. did uh, a special needs part of the parenting start? He was about three years old, or actually he was three years old when I started noticing different things like loud voice or loud sounds hurting his ears. Um, he's doing a lot of stuff, <laughs> sorry for this, but with poop. And he would like paint, he would like, poop on specific things and just I don't know it was strange and he let's see his moods were so different he had different kinds of emotions like super fast we weren't ready for him but it wasn't too bad until about five and that's when we actually got the diagnosis okay and was he going and specific and, and doing particular actions with poop or was it he would uh, sort of wet his diaper and then reach in and then bring it to the rest of the world? No, he would take my daughter's My Little Pony and poop in its eye every time we would find poop on his eye. Wow. Yep, That's, I don't know why, but it had to be the My Little Pony. <laughs> yeah, so I have that with one of my sons and he... Um, I want to share just for listeners out there who might have a similar situation, but he would reach in and grab his poop and it would be all over his face. He would yeah. eat it all over the walls yep. and nothing makes a, a day go sideways more than poop being, you know, thrown out in the open. Oh gosh. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for me, when I found onesies for older kids, you know, it changed my life because it changed that scenario and that, fixed the problem as long as I remembered to have a onesie on underneath and, uh, you know, pants or shorts with a tie on it. Yeah. And that eliminated it. And that's a huge deal. So it's so gnarly. I mean, it's just the smell, it stays for a while. It's, yeah. it really makes it challenging to be a parent. It affects our other relationships. Okay. So I does he still have that or did that? No, he, he grew out of it. 
we dealt with a lot of different stages. There was always something different that would come and go. I ended up getting those onesie pajamas and I would cut the feet out and I would turn it backwards so they can't pull the diaper down or, you know, diaper or underwear or anything down. They would just, he couldn't do it. Great so, idea. Yeah, that saved us some cleaning. Yeah, that's awesome. So those are pretty hard moments. Is there another moment that is kind of one of the worst moments that stands out for you? Yes. When he turned five, it like became aggression. Aggression was so bad. He was hitting, kicking, punching. He put his sister's head in the wall. He pushed her off of the couch into a coffee table. I was at an eye doctor appointment and he had kicked me across the room and that was my last, that was the last thing. I finally was like, you know what? You can do all of this, then you can be disciplined. And that's when I started getting on him and being like, this is not going to happen anymore. I became more of the stern, but still calm parent. I didn't want to be mean or aggressive. I don't try to yell, but I mean, sometimes we all do, but yeah, I try to do the, what is it called? Sensitive parenting as much as I can with all of my kids, not even just special needs, but with the sensitive parenting, you still have to be mom or be dad and you have to be stern so that they can learn. Otherwise you're going to have all kinds of trouble. And did this work almost immediately? Was it a slow process? Oh, it was slow. It was a slow process. Timeouts, you would have to take him, go put him back. He would get out. You would keep, it, it would last for 45 minutes to the point where you're tired. You're so exhausted. And you know, there's so many parents that are like that, that try so hard and end up breaking down and crying. And that's okay. But you got to get up and you got to keep putting that child back in timeout and showing them that you're not going to break because the breaking point is when the kids know that they're going to get away with it. Yes. How do your efforts uh, play out today? He doesn't have very many meltdowns. He does get some overstimulation and that's the only time that he does break down, but he doesn't have the aggression he used to. He actually is a lot more sensitive than he used to be. We don't have any bathroom issues anymore. He eats almost everything I make now because I made it to the point where I was like, you're either going to eat, you know, eat what I'm making or you can have this. And those are your only two choices. And if you don't want either, then you're not going to get away with it. Like you have to, and it hurts and it sucks, but That's the only way you're going to teach that child that they can't get away with it. They can't get away with telling you you're not going to do that, you know? Yes. It's exhausting. Apparently. You're an inspiration for me and and the other listeners because we can do things for years that are, you know, drive us crazy and wear us out. And if you don't take action the way you're describing you know, nothing's going to change. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Yeah. So thank you for inspiring us with that. You're welcome. Can you think of any aha moments that you've had on this journey that you might share with other parents? Oh, many. So 
In September, I decided to take my kids out of school and homeschool them, not because he has autism or anything like that, but because I felt like I wanted to take control of what they were learning. I wanted them to know certain things. I wanted them to learn how to take care of the house, to cook, to clean, to garden. I wanted to spend that, you know, the time in the day with them doing that stuff. And that way, when Sage is older, when he's 18, he'll be able to get an apartment and he'll be able to do dishes and cook his own grilled cheese or microwave without putting something that he's not supposed to in it. He can do laundry. Like I pretty much, I raised him and Akai the same way that I raised all the kids together. I did not make them feel different. I love that. So when I started homeschooling, almost a preschool reading level, he's going to be going into fourth grade. Wow. That's amazing. In September. And so far, are you pleased with kind of how I it's love going? It. I love it. And they're learning more respect for me, too. How are you handling the increased demand of your time and energy and heart? It's a little hard to not have the day to myself, like that couple, like the eight hours to myself or anything. But at yeah. the same time, like knowing that I'm getting my kids ready for the future and in my own way, it's so worth it. Wow, you really are an inspiration. That's heavy duty, though, taking that on. And you have some lucky kids. Thank you. That means a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, so you're very involved in what they're learning and, and what is kind of coming next. What's something that you're excited about as it relates to raising your children? Are you working on teaching how to ride a bike or oh. something that you're just kind of excited about that's the next thing on the list to teach? I'm really excited to have them starting to do laundry because then I don't have to do so many loads on my own. They can actually fold laundry and help me with that stuff. And that kind of, that helps out a lot in dishes. Oh my gosh. Teaching them to do dishes is incredible. <laughs> that is exciting. <laughs> yeah. We are trying to work on with my oldest riding a bike. He's very anti, he's anti everything, man. We take him to the woods and he doesn't really want to go like into a river. He doesn't want to go into water. It's very hard. We have to do the tough love thing and be like, come on, dude, you know, let's go have fun. You're going to waste your life sitting here and yeah. wish that you went and did this. And it works. He actually, he ended up getting on a, not a motorcycle, but one of the little bikes that I can't think of what they're called. Big wheel? No, it's kind of like a motorcycle, just not a motorcycle. Okay. But anyway, he actually got on one with his grandpa. And that was the biggest step I have ever seen that kid take. Now we're going to work on kayaks. <laughs> Amazing. Does he have fun after he's done it? Yes. He was very excited and he had a lot of fun doing it. So you just have to, you don't, you don't, you just have to not ask him if he wants to do something. Just you tell him. Got it. And that sounds harsh. That really does. And I understand that. But 
some kids just work some kids it doesn't you just right. have to you know your own child you know well okay i can't say that you can know your child and still not try different things or yeah. you can know your child and try new things and realize wow they can do that <laughs> yes that's awesome that's awesome what is something that you believe to be true that most parents disagree with that children with autism are not their diagnosis they are children wow that's interesting tell us tell me more okay so and this might end up making some people mad and i'm sorry for that but there are parents that baby their child with autism and I'm not talking like the autism where they really, they really can't cope with life or the constant, you know, concentrate all that. I'm talking like mild or, you know, just a little bit. Of autism. But anyway, yeah, they are children. They're not just autism. I hate when parents say my child or my child, my autistic child. No, your child, the, it's not autistic. Your child is autistic, yes, but they are not the diagnosis. Yes, that makes you. sense. <laughs> yes, sorry, absolutely, I absolutely. <laughs> and I definitely know that there is a divide on that that belief. So I like hearing the different perspectives and why. So thank you for sharing yours. Mm -hmm. uh, how about? taking care of yourself? Are you doing anything, any personal development? What do you do for you? So when it comes to me, I have a disease called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, and it's a connective tissue disease. And it like wears my body down and like a lot of my joints disconnect and uh, dislocate and a bunch of different health issues and stuff. So during winter, like right now, it's really hard for me to function, but somehow I still do. Somehow I still have to. <laughs> I have to just do it. Like I have no choice, but I've been working on self-love and self-care and um, meditation. Honestly, just waking up, washing my face, putting makeup on and just feeling good. And so that helps a lot. So important. I am huge on uh, self-love and, and self-confidence. And what are some of the ways that you're able to build those things with yourself? Reading books. There's a lot of different books that have a lot of skills to help you. There's like apps and stuff for exercise. And I am an organizer. Like everything, my day has to be organized. It has to be routine and everything has to fall in place or I have like panic attacks. But that helps out so much. There are so many apps on your phones that can help you with all of that. I love that. I just started a book. It's called The High Five Habit. And it's pretty amazing, but it's kind of like we've trained ourselves when you high five somebody, it's kind of like a positive energy from one person to another. Yes. Um, and a lot of the times as parents, you know, we're caring for everybody else and we're not caring for, you know, we don't do for ourselves what we do for others. We love others. We support others. We encourage others. 
but a lot of times we forget ourselves. And so the thing is uh, waking up every day and high-fiving yourself in the mirror and then that act alone, you know, you start to build a better relationship with yourself and start to care for yourself. More. Yes. I leave notes. Like I have a vanity that has love yourself. You're beautiful. I'll leave notes around to find for my own <laughs> self. I know it sounds weird, but it actually that. helps. You read it out loud. With my disease, I ended up losing my teeth. And this is why I don't have like the video. I'm not talking through video because I'm I very self-conscious still. I'm still working really hard on loving myself. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I am with that. Like, it's hard. It's the hardest thing in the world to try to get the confidence back that you used to have when you've yes. gone through something traumatic like that. Yes. And... I appreciate you sharing this. I mean, it was really, hard. <laughs> that's what the show is, is really about and for is because when we care for ourselves, we're so much better for others. Yeah. As well. And also we should be the best advocate for ourselves. And sometimes in my case, I'm the worst advocate, you know, I, I treat myself worse than in my enemies out there, you know? So thank you for bringing that topic up and sharing your journey with it we do a lightning round to get some get some more questions and answers they're kind of if you give a one word or one sentence answer are you up for it sure that sounds good okay what's the best advice you have received to be patient nice share a personal habit that contributes to your success meditation what's one thing you think would improve your life if you did it or had it confidence and I don't want the short answer of this one, just, you know, kind of whatever comes to mind. But if you were talking to a parent who just got the diagnosis that their child was on the spectrum, what advice or what do you think that you would share with them if they were looking for some invite, insight or advice? Don't treat them like their diagnosis. Let them be kids. and. Don't tell them, let them, it, when they're old enough and they're at the point where they realize there's something a little different about them, they will come to you and they will ask you, mom or dad, why am I a little different? And then you can explain to them that some people just are a little different. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with being a little different. I love that. And I feel like a great theme for this show a great kind of core topic for this show because that type of um, parenting and what you've done for your children is not what everybody does, but it sounds like you've had some great success, you know, not treating them different. Yes. Right now with him being nine years old, the only thing that you would be able to realize with him having autism is his social skills are very like he doesn't have very much social skills he does want to be friends with people but he doesn't know how to he doesn't know how to handle some situations he can't handle loud noises he has very bad sensory processing disorder so you have to Put, you have to find specific clothes for him. His shoes can't be too heavy or too light or too loose. There's just so many different things you have to go through. And that's another thing that would be good to talk about is when they're little, 
and they throw fits about their shoes and stuff. Sometimes you just have to keep putting them on them, you know, unless it's actually hurting them. Because there's some kids, like my oldest, he can't wear jeans because it actually hurts him. So I never put him in jeans. I let him wear his sweats. And then we found uh, specific shoes for him that he actually likes. And he just started wearing socks like a year ago. That was huge, too, because he would never wear socks. And we finally got him to that point. But yeah, he's very creative. He loves art. He draws constantly. Their brains are so amazing. They can put stuff together. Like you give them a couple different items and they will make something out of it. Yes. Bree, um, it sounds like you're doing an amazing job as a parent. It really does. And you're, like I said earlier, your children are really fortunate to have somebody who's putting in the effort and love that you are not everybody's doing that not even close and i appreciate you sharing your journey with us and inspiring our listeners and myself today and i would love it if you'd come on the show down the road sometime where we can uh, get an update and stay connected through this amazing journey of raising our children Yes, I would love that. Okay, I hope you have an awesome day. It's afternoon now for you or early afternoon. Yeah. I want to thank you for taking the time to be on the show and uh, look for an edited version of this show. And I wish you and your family all your dreams. May them come true. Thank you. Yours too. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. This concludes our show for today, and I'd like to personally thank you for spending the time with us on a topic near and dear to our hearts. If you'd like to be part of the Naked Parent Nation and help us reach those parents that are struggling and overwhelmed, there's no better way to help than by subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show on iTunes. iTunes highlights the shows based on these metrics. And the more the show gets highlighted, the more opportunities people will have to be introduced to the show where they can hear that message of hope or that tip that can change everything. So follow the link in our show notes and we hope to have you back here tomorrow where we'll do it again. From the team here at the Naked Parent Podcast, we wish you the life you've always dreamed of and then some. So long.